Fasolati do Fasolati Rado Do a deer, a female deer, Ray, a drop of golden sun, me, a name I call myself, Fa, a long, long way to run. So, a needle pulling thread. Mikey, keep your phone away from the microphone. I'm turning it off right now. No, you can keep it on, but just keep it away from the microphone. La, a note that follows so. Tea, a drink of jam and bread. And that brings us back to dough. Nailed it. Thank you. I love that song. Anal vice. Okay. Is that an anal vice? Yeah. My new porn version of the sound of music. To three-way theater. That's right. Three-way theater. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjay. I'm JC. And uh, we review movies, pro wrestling, and and pro wrestling wrestling movies. movies. Well, really, we only review. I mean, we review pro wrestling movies. Well, we review the pro wrestling within the movies, also. Yeah. All right. So, like, I I often take notes about the matches themselves. Never talk about them. I take notes about them, though. I, right. I always take notice whether we talk about it or not. Fair enough. Anyway, welcome to Three Way Theater. Welcome to Three Way Theater, and boy, what a difference from one episode to the next. Let me tell you. Our, all of our heads are clear. Mm-hmm. Um, clear body, clear mind. Yeah. New year, new me, new me. Have <laughs> yep. I said that yet? <laughs> we go from a very popular wrestling movie to a an unknown, very unknown. 
wrestling movie. Would you say possibly the most obscure wrestling movie, if not the one that we've done, or, or possibly... I it is say. the most obscure wrestling movie we've done so far. So far. I've looked at our list, and there are a lot of obscure ones on there, okay. and we will eventually get to those. But, I mean, I would say, so far, out of all the other movies we reviewed, this is the most under-the-radar... We just, we just didn't know what we were getting. And yes. this is a... TV movie. Yes. A TV movie from 1977. Uh, can and I say... We could only be talking about... Oh. Mad, Mad Bull. Bull. Mad Bull. Of course. Mad Bull. Um, the TV movie, I love the fact that it was released on December 21st, 1977, my birthday. What? Is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was before I was born, but December but yeah, 21st. Yeah, same thing. So... Same thing. This was being played around Christmas time. It was. <laughs> this was a big time when people are watching TV. Sitting around, families sitting around, come together. You get together on that Sunday. And mm-hmm. they watch Mad Bull. And you watch the TV movie, which at December 21st, 1977. Yep. This is the weekend before, I'm assuming. Yeah. Four days before Christmas, yep. Was Mad Fucking Bull. And it's on probably CBS. It, I mean, I tried to find exactly what it's channel it was pinpoint, on. But if you think in 1977, a movie of the week, it has to be a, a, a CBS. CBS, or, well, I mean, there were only the three NBC, networks ABC, back then. Something like that. Mm. It was one of the three. Or the Dumont Network, I believe. <laughs> so, I didn't know what to expect from this movie. You really didn't. I've, I've seen clips, very short, brief clips. Finding it... It was. I'm, I was so happy we found it on Amazon Prime in really good quality. Yeah. So if you want to follow along, yes, and you we, have Amazon Prime. Everybody has Amazon. Prime I feel like now. we need to do this a little bit more often. We need let to let know our fans how they know. Can find the movie. Yeah, yeah, we watched it. That's probably a good idea. We're very withholding on certain things well, on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because we don't want others to review it, so we will keep it very under our wraps. No, but you should definitely Amazon Prime. Free it's for free. Amazon Prime. It's two ninety nine. If you don't have Amazon Prime, do yourself a favor. Do we recommend this movie? Well, I mean, yes. yes. I, okay. So, I mean, spoiler alert. Yes. I mean, do you it not is. recommend it? No, you, I do you, recommend you it. But usually we wait till the end and we say we've you, never done that. By the well, way, that's somebody else's gimmick, which is why I said let's just get it out of the yeah. way. You All have right. to watch this movie. Okay, watch the goddamn movie. People have seen No Holds Barred. People have seen Ready to Rumble. I guarantee you. A lot of our listeners have not seen Mad Bull. If we turned anyone onto like a Grunt the Wrestling movie, right? I would like to turn those same people on to, on Mad, to Bull. Mad Bull. I love to turn those people on, uh-huh. and I want them to be turned on to Mad Bull. Mm-hmm. So Mad Bull is Alex Karras, the father from Webster, who's a professional football player, but in his downtime, he legitimately was a professional wrestler. So this isn't quite so out of bounds for him. Absolutely no. not. He was he wrestled Dick the Bruiser in the sixties in his downtime from football. So this was a complete. It was coming full circle for Alex. So Harris. did he have anything to do with <coughs> this movie? As far as like, like did they know he was a wrestler? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. He, this anyways? was a vehicle for Alex Karras. for him, right? Yes, because this is pre-Webster before Man. it was going to start to get the big kickoff. He uh-huh. was doing his acting thing. Uh, his acting wasn't great, but at times it was a little shaky, but I think he did fine. He did great. No, I thought he was fine. Yeah. Um, Compared to some of the other actors in this movie. And easily the best actor-wrestler I've yes. seen. Like, all the other... Actors. Like, from all the other movies, or just this movie? I'm talking about 
anytime we've seen an actor that we've known wrestling in one of our movies, okay. it's been horrible. Right. The wrestlers have been fine in the movies, but the actors tend to be terrible. The Sasha Mitchells, All the right. fucking those guys, tend to be awful. Alex Karras, being a pro wrestler, he did great. So... Now, I know you said that you had some things you wanted to talk about Alex Karras. Yes. Okay. Uh, Alex Karras, he he was a professional wrestler in the 60s. He had his fame, but he actually um, regained some fame later in life. Oh, yeah? In the wrestling world. How so? In uh, the year 2008, uh, a internet show called Botchamania had a reoccurring theme with Alex Karras featured in it because Alex Karras starred in the 1974 movie Blazing Saddles as Mongo. Oh, so, okay. all right. Here comes Mongo. Here comes Mongo. Right. That's Alex Karras who was the man who played Mongo. Interesting. So it's really fun. he come he made another impact in the wrestling world huh. in a very, you know, like indirect way. Very interesting. Right. So, I got a little bit of information when I was researching this movie from uh, a couple of newspaper articles that were published around that time, talking about Alex Karras and really this, as we mentioned, this was designed to be a big starring vehicle for him. Um, the 1977 TV movie Mad Bull, it was specifically designed to showcase the acting skills of football player Alex Karras, who had been in the film and TV business for about eight years by this point. Mm -hmm. Um, The former lineman for the Detroit Lions, so he played Iago, Mad Bull Carcass. The Toronto Star TV Week magazine described his role as a hulking wrestler whose bizarre life in the ring has little meaning until he meets a woman who sees him as a warm, sensitive person instead of the booed villain who arouses the fans' fury. I would have accepted that more than what we got. That's not what we got. Uh, With a broken marriage and a strained relationship with his proud Greek father, Theo who was once a wrestling champion himself. All right, there we go. A, 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 a amateur, amateur wrestling, wrestling champion. champion. Um, Excuse me. So, yeah, I mean, the, everybody pretty much set this movie up to be a spotlight on Alex Karras. His name is Iago Karkas. Right, yeah. His son is Alex Karkas. That's a little strange. Um, I know, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but there's been a history on three-way theater with Mike Pava's disappointment with the lack of an epilogue. Mm-hmm. And I think with the movie we reviewed last time, No Holds Barred, and even with this one, we're kind of robbed of some resolution. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. This is a two-hour TV movie, so with commercials, this came out to about an hour and 36 minutes. So without commercials, it came out. Right. Um... But I feel like there was a lot of opportunity to tie up loose ends, and they just they didn't. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of room for uh, backstory, a lot of room for story after the fact, a lot of questions unanswered, a lot of uh, questions that have no lead up <laughs> to why there was the like. Let me. 
I mean, so, I mean, we should just dive in, right? Dive in. Okay. So, I like... So, let me tell you what I like right off the bat. One, we are immediately thrust into the wrestling world. There's no waiting. The opening credits are played over the wrestling match. Yes. Um, I, I love the world of wrestling in this movie. Yes. I like the locker room. I like the camaraderie between the wrestlers. Um... I like the uh, split locker room. It's very old school. It's what very. was there in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So you have this intermediary manager come between to give them the finish. Yeah. Give them... Um, so one of the things we talk about in, in every episode is the reality of wrestling in, in these movies. So this is a movie where it's established in the first minute that it's a work. Right. They're talking uh, yeah, to each other. spots. Mm-hmm. But it, um, there's... Also, immediately in that first match, there's some questions on whether... Because they take advantage of... Okay, well, okay. Tag team match. Tag team match. Uh, the the big star, the bull, and his brother. Well, the, the big star is the White Knight. White Knight and his I'm midget. I'm the star of the movie. And then uh, Mr. Clean in that Mr. order. Mr. Clean and uh, the White Knight are the baby faces. Yes. yes. Mr. Clean played by hard-boiled Haggerty. And yeah, don't forget about their little midget. midget. And a little midget played by a little midget. <laughs> he didn't have a name. Nope. And um, and then they were taking on the Executioner. Yep. And Mad Bull. Who are brothers. Yes. Shoot brothers. Not, brothers. No, they're real brothers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Executioner... I, I don't know if they're supposed to be kayfabe brothers as well. Well... And this is where it gets a little confusing because, uh-huh. as far as we're shown in the beginning, the executioner is a masked man. Yeah. He's never seen without his mask. His arm gets broken legit in this match right. by the White Knight. Yes, but On then purpose. later in the movie, On purpose. Anthony, aka the executioner, does a run in, and he's mask. sans mask, broken arm. Yes, and then basically and being the brother, right. So is it just changing his gimmick now? Like I think because of the real consequences that were happening, he was gonna make the run and like I mean, like it doesn't. It was mask be damned. part of the storyline. I have to go help my brother. Shit's going down. So was a young Vince Russo watching this show and realized the reality era was upon him. I'm Dude, telling for you, for '77, this movie, this movie was so far ahead away. of its time. Ahead it, of its time, and it got the relationships. So well yeah. in it. They got the relationships down so well. Well, we laughed last episode about the weird exposition, like Rips and Randy's parents dead talk to about the commentators while they're coming to the ring. Yeah. But in this movie, I love the exposition because it's all done very matter of factly, like the wrestling promoter telling, basically setting up the entire deal. Talking to his boy, you want a beer? Have a beer, and just going the over this the sweeper. <laughs> but he's going over the entire idea of the match. Like, oh, they're going too far. They're like, it's all very economic, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of exposition I can get on board with. Um, this match it ends with a uh, I guess a, a pinfall after he breaks the arm of the executioner. The White Knight does. Yes, who the White Knight. Uh, uh, is the big baby face like all is all smiles looks amazing looks like a million dollars mm-hmm. but and the fans love him but you can just tell he's a piece of shit right you can just tell immediately and he intentionally breaks the arm of the executioner and then they win the match oh no 
<laughs> the match is reversed. Because? Because Mr. Clean did not spend the minimum amount of time in the ring. Right. So the match decision had been reversed. Yes. What the fuck does that mean? It's brilliant. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like the White Knight went into business for himself. He shot. Shot the finish. Mm-hmm. The promoters out there are like, no, we have to think of some kind of excuse to have what we what we originally yes. had planned happen. And the original plan yep. was... And the original plan was to have the heels... Mad Bull... The Mad Bull and the executioner the go, go over. Yes. Which would lead to... The championship The championship match. match later on. Smart of the promoter to think on his feet, to go out there, call it on the fly. Um, who knew there was a minimum amount of time you had to be in a ring for a tag team match? Yeah, I think fun. it's genius. It's great. Well, it's, we also found out that if it's not a death match, there are timeouts allowed in their matches yes. as well. Oh, by the way, uh, just for anyone uh, like picturing it in their mind, the promoter was the coach from Cheers. Yep. He was uh, the old uh, bartender that got replaced by Woody Harrelson. Well, after he died. After he legitimately passed away. <laughs> Replace. <laughs> yeah, you know, Woody Harrelson, he came in, just showed him up, replaced him. Same character, different actor. He plays coach on Cheers. Yeah. I, I was shocked when I realized that he was coach. Yeah. Uh, because, again, he really slipped into that role. I The promoter role was great. He was a great character. Yeah, he very tragically passed away. Car, Car accident. accident. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually cancer. Oh, jeez. I mean, probably. He was just, he was really old. Yeah. Really old. But he's old in this movie. Yeah. And you know, yeah. You know who else is old in this movie? Regis Philbin. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, can we talk real quick? Because before the before Regis Philbin get to shock... Can I talk about Ernie Hudson for a second? Yes. Ernie Hudson. I called that one. Well, we're like, who? Like, who is that? You've been saying so that entire movie. You're like, hey, who's that? Yeah, Mike. I know that guy. He's from something. You would definitely point to people out left and right. But Ernie Hudson yes. playing the role of Black Bart. Black motherfucking Bart with an eye patch. By the way, not the most offensive name in this movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um. Ernie Hudson looked great. Yeah. 1977 Ernie Hudson. He was bald. He was he was taller than everyone. He looked a little jacked. Yeah, was, definitely. Was... Ernie Hudson looked fantastic. Good for you, He's Ernie Hudson. Guy. Between Ernie Hudson, the shocking appearance of Regis, Regis Philbin. Yes. Uh, and then uh, the book cop from Seinfeld just walking by. Is Philip, was it Philip Baker Hall, I believe, yes. uh, is the Philip name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. N- that different guy. Yeah, he sharded. That was Along Came Polly. That was a different guy. Dude, that was not what we were watching? We were not watching Along Came Polly. Oh. Oh, I was lost. That makes sense. Delete all those notes. That makes a lot of sense. Here on the Ben Stiller podcast. <laughs> In the Stiller of the Night. Oh. It's a, it's a good name. Thank you. We just have to make oh. a podcast now. Out of necessity. <laughs> so we, we meet Ernie Hudson in the locker room post-match where they're taping up Anthony's arm and it turns into a weird kind of locker room riot yeah. when the promoter gets in there because there's also a new guy in the in the locker room yeah, and they don't know if... Seed. They just keep calling him Hayseed. I, I don't think that's his real name. I forget name. his name. No, it was his gimmick name, Hayseed something. No, All right. he said he's a real Hayseed. They, yeah, I think they were just insulting him. But he did him. have, like, a country gimmick, I believe. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. That was his thing. He had a country gimmick. Um, I, they just turned into this weird back and forth between everybody. The caveman and Hayseed kind of got into it. 
think is the caveman like one of the best side characters love him we've and, seen and he had a cameo in ready to rumble right so, so he, art, yeah. this is the same world guys it's the, oh we've i mean we've established this is all the all same connected world. man all these guys um and by the way spoiler alert this is not the last time we're going to see hard-boiled Haggerty. All right. We, we've, we're starting to grow our three-way theater all-stars. We're seeing those guys that are showing up in every movie. Uh-huh. Like, we're building it. Yeah, who have we had so far? We have... Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Tiny Lister. Roddy Piper. This guy. Which guy? The uh, caveman. Caveman. The caveman, right? Um, we had... Uh, I feel like we've had more. Well, oh, uh, Pistol Pete Marquez. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I think was it Hector Guerrero that's been in multiple or Mondo rather. I feel like Mondo's only been in Grunt so far, but, but we'll have to start like, keeping notes yeah, on this. Keep track of this. Get on that. All of our loyal listeners, start start. <laughs> yeah. Create a wiki for us. You, you do realize we are our only loyal listeners. <laughs> that's true. And the kid in England or person. That the gentle uh, the. The, indivi- the individual in England. The individual. They. We're off the rails. They. We are going the col- off the rails. And, and, and uh, what was the other one? Columbia or something? That was Juan Valdez. He makes coffee. Ah. <laughs> Cambodia. We had a Cambodian listening. We did. Oh, not anymore? Car accident. All right. Oh. All right. Where are we at? Where are we Where at? Where are we at? Have we met, have we met the... Uh, the manager of the bull yet because he gives him well no the next scene we go to as Mikey called it Titty's Gym <laughs> good old Titty's Gym it's now for reference <laughs> listeners it's T-I-D-Y yeah what would you think that would it sounds like tidy to me tidy would that be what it is like, Titty's I, I Gym out. like oh we're at Titty's Gym <laughs> Well, at Titty's gym, yes. we meet the head trainer, Titty. Yes. And he's watching um, Mad Bull grapple in the ring. Sparring. Sparring. With a Rock Riddle, of underrated cameo, California I feel like legend. Rock Riddle, at this point, was doing the knees into the, um, the body bag. Oh, the bag. dick punch. Yes. He was in the ring with somebody else at that point. Okay, you know, he was in the ring with the Alaskan J. York. Yes. With the beard and the... Bo- <laughs> Alaskan J. York, another person that's made multiple appearances. Okay, there we go. Um, we meet his manager at that point. His Casey manager Kasem. shows up. Casey, Casey Kasem. That's what Jake said. Um, <laughs> old Ty Burrell. Yes, old Ty <laughs> Burrell. And this is where we get the setup for the championship match. It's going to be a death match. It's going to go an hour. You're putting him over. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I got this job for you. And I feel like we should probably... We, we really have buried the lead as far as the main plot of this movie. We're yes. getting there. We, in, during the initial wrestling scene, there's constant cuts to an evil man oh. sitting in the crowd. Mark David Chapman. He looks like Mark David Chapman, but this is roughly four years before, before. Mark David Chapman uh, had done anything of note. So this guy has very long, straight, greasy hair. And big sunglasses. Big glasses. Skinny. And it's doesn't blonde react and kind of balding. Yeah, but doesn't react to anything that's going on in the ring. No, no. Everyone else around him is going bananas. For everything. And he's just... Silently brooding. Smoking a cigarette, yep. watching the match. Smoking a cigarette down to the fucking filter. S- smoke him if you got him. <laughs> I love the 70s. The 70s are amazing. And Mark David Chapman, um, 
that's his, that's what that's we're his, calling yeah, him. Yeah, that's it. his name in this movie. We were, we were talking about too much exposition, by the way, and I remember what it was that really set us off when he said, "Hey." Go talk to her. She is your wife. Yeah, she was. Oh, yes. She was your. Uh, yeah. Well, before we're we, married to her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> before we talk about the wife and and that weird Greek party scene, I, I need to just focus oh, on oh, uh, <laughs> Mark David Chapman. You know, the, the storyline of this movie. There's really only one storyline. It's that Mad Bull is such a great heel. And he's so hated because he's so good at what he does. This guy wants to murder wants to him, kill him. But he's also such a really good guy in real life. His own woman that he meets is upset that he has to play a bad. Right, guy. and be- again, before we get, I, I gotta because I, I, I wrote this down and I want to get this out. No, is that Mad Bull's in the locker room talking to Hayseed? Yep, and he's like, "Aren't you, you know, aren't you afraid of getting hurt?" And he's sitting there, and he's like, as long as they're yelling and screaming, it's all good. Nope. It's those quiet fruitcakes you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Smash cut to Mark David Chapman yes. looking in his mirror with the with his little bumper sticker on top, seeing if you want these guns. You have to pry for my cold, dead hands. Mm-hmm. He's very Travis Bickle at this point. It's yeah, Absolutely. It's definitely a Travis Bickle situation. He puts two guns into his pants, draws them, and they're toy guns, and he completely misses the target. He, does he not, nails the target. He nails the target. He doesn't he even big, touch him. The target is an 8 by 10 of Although, the bull. I do have a problem with what eventually happens, and we'll talk about that. Ah. <laughs> I'm with you. He okay. shoots him right where he shot him on the picture. Oh, oh, oh. No, he didn't. Let's, Listen. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Let's talk about the Greek party. Let's Opa! talk about... Well, first we thought it was a Jewish party? We meet uh, the father. Yes. We meet what we would soon to find out. I mean, I think we, all three of us knew that that was going to be the wife and kid. Yeah, definitely. Didn't need to be said. No. But Anthony, that fucking mass executioner, <laughs> come on, go talk to her. She it's is your, your ex-wife. Yeah. You and your child. Like, and uh, that's so, what we... At this point, we're also... Um, Shown the fact that the ex-wife does not want his, their son to watch. Don't talk about any wrestling, wrestling in front don't of. Talk him. about it. He can't watch it. Too violent for him. And the and his dad's like, "Hey, I don't want you doing that. You're rolling around like two meatballs on a plate." <laughs> exact words. Yeah. So right there, we're, right here's where we're shown that the dad is like disappointed in his son for being a professional wrestler and being a. Fake fighter, and one of the things I love is that it, it's a constant, constant circle, generation after generation. How many of of the old timers now yeah. are lamenting the fact that we have these Kenny Omegas in crazy high spot high flyers? Yeah. Back in my day, they wrestled. It's more real. I love, I love that about this movie. That this old traditionalist amateur wrestler from the forties. Because they can still keep it very fucking gritty and realistic enough in the yeah. fucking movie. Um, it, I, I like it. I like the character. I like the old man. I think it's good. Um, the kid, like he doesn't listen to his mom anyway. He idolizes his father. Yeah, he t- he loves his father. He, he has, loves the bull. But he asks everybody, his dad if it's real. 
but everybody the kid like the father um eventually peaches the girlfriend everybody always criticizes wrestling as it's mm-hmm. like wait but it's fake and then you you're you're you lose right like everybody respects the wrestling piece of it up until like but wait why don't well, you just shit. win he was fucking he was winning and they were fucking criticizing him yeah. he was and, fucking- he, and every time he had a great like he'd always be like well it's it, it, it pays the bills it's all people about want character. a show. People want. You see that Cadillac I'm driving out there? Exactly. Yes, I have a Cadillac in the fucking driveway. Well, we found out how rusty it was when we saw the inside. Yuck! The fucking the drop top on that was disgusting. So rusty and gross. <laughs> so, so, well, I was gonna say that we transitioned from the party to the supermarket. Well, yes. he he's given a job. Uh, here's this piece of paper. I have a job for you. Easy a gig. Easy gig. So he shows up at the supermarket. Where he meets Peaches. Where he meets... Chris, is it Christina? It's Christina. Which, we, which we've dubbed Peaches. I believe he called her Peaches He did once. call her Peaches. And that's been her name for the rest of the entire... Yes. Um, Peaches is a bitch. Peaches... We're yes. not... Not yet. Mm, not yet. I'm she's thinking she's innocent, a bitch from Jump Street. She's innocent grocery no. girl. And I can tell you when she becomes a bitch immediately. Mm-hmm. There's a time. Okay. There's okay. A, there's well, a point. Hit, hit us with not it. Yet. Oh, you want to go right into... Well, so I mean, let's talk shows, about her. Well, he shows... Well, let's just talk about the... Let's talk about her. Well, the, there's not much to say about her yet. I have a lot she's to say like, about her. Okay. Go well, no, I mean, I just... I feel like she was playing him from the very beginning. But we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet, but I felt like something. I didn't like her. They meet. Meet cute. Meet cute. He's his job is he has to play the part of a strong man. Mm-hmm. And no, no, no. He has to be a fucking strong right, man. Right. He has to lift twice his in, weight in, in peaches. peaches, canned peaches. <laughs> and this is where we're shown. <laughs> Reg. Regis. This is Regis Philbin. Regis. Hosting. Regis. Hosting. Fucking yeah. Philbin. Actually. Hosting, <laughs> yeah, hosting the, the the deadlift peaches contest, <laughs> not the the fruit, not the woman. So so fucking the bull lifts the peaches no in problem. between giving fuck looks me eyes to Christina. <laughs> yes, and uh, also while this is all happening, the serial killer is standing in the standing crowd, in the crowd all the way in the back, which, watching. Which brings me to my favorite part of that scene. When Regis offers the fans out watching to come up and try to lift peaches. If you can lift th- these peaches, you fucking win a free pie. A free pie. Hey, uh, how about you in the back over there wearing the sunglasses and hiding in that gun? <laughs> and then he just runs, runs. Off, And then he just picks some other kid in the crowd without a shirt on. <laughs> Wouldn't you pick that guy first? Yes, immediately that would be the first pick. In a so, free fucking pie to lift... A double of weightlifters' weight and peaches sounds like an impossible feat. So why not just give out some pies? Going to the country, gotta, gotta eat me a lot of peaches. Moving, moving to the country, country gotta eat me a lot of peaches. Peaches come from a They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. Musical interlude. Number one. Today. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> so, so, um, no. No. The bull and peaches end up on a date, lunch date. Oh. Am I skipping yeah. anything? Wait, so is this where you're finding out she's a bitch? Is this what you're saying? I, they, this is, they have their lunch date. It's a very nice <laughs> moment. Uh-huh. 
They go out after lunch. They had just eaten. He brings her back to her work. Yep. Um, and he says, how about dinner? And uh, while well, I admit it's a little strange, asking for dinner immediately uh, after lunch. Like he's wiping the food off his fucking yeah, shin yeah. from he's, lunch. He, he, he has a, he's using a toothpick as he's yes, talking he to He also us. ate her leftovers, too. Yeah. Also, I did take this note from lunch. She's like, you're like she's got a mouthful of sandwich. And she's just giggling. Because well, it was all voiceover. All voiceover. Bad dubs. Yeah. Bad, bad, dubs. bad dubs. Bad dubs. Dab. Three-way dab. Knock it yes. off. Yes. Knock it off. Bring it to the show. <laughs> Shutting that down. <laughs> Drop it off. So he asks her out to dinner. And she says, uh, no thank you, I'm seeing someone. And it's like, Ugh. what What would you, What would stop you from having dinner that wouldn't stop you from having lunch? She was with somebody. Was yeah. she? But I don't she, believe she was. I believe she was just saying that. Or but, was she fucking the manager no. of the supermarket? Remember she was out with her Listen, boss? Or and something? he took her to San Bernardino. Yeah. I don't know where they were in relation to that, but still. Listen, I okay. think it's kind of weird to ask for fucking dinner right after you just had I ag- I don't I don't disagree with Maybe that. Maybe she had fucking plans. Maybe she was I don't have all day she for you, bull. thinking about dinner. I'm fucking full. <laughs> I can't even do I'm it. I'm fucking full, bull. The mad full. <laughs> Peaches I'm mad full, yo. Peaches and Bull would be a great manager-wrestler combo. Uh, like, forget Rhino and Peaches or Sandman and Peaches. So this whole time she's asking, are you married? Well, eventually when they go to the zoo okay, together. That was the, okay, that was the second thing. But I'm, 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 wanna ask, I'm, I'm asking Jake, is that your... What is your opinion? Yeah, that when, was, that okay. was the turning point. When right. she said that she wouldn't go... Like, I, I, and, like, I'm not saying that this woman would be obligated to go on a second date, but let the man know during lunch that you have someone. Like, uh-huh. Or All let right. him know beforehand. Like, I agree. This should be a fucking platonic thing. I just mean, you otherwise, it looks like she's just trying to get a free meal out exactly. of the deal. L- listen... There was nothing. Woman had no obligation. She had no obligation to go on a second date. She didn't have anything. He, there like that. was no. There was no obligation for anything because it was just. They literally just met that day, and they probably okay. Well, we're done with this. Let's just get something to eat. It wasn't anything crazy until he asks for the second thing. And, oh, let's go for dinner again. Oh, well, let's. I have okay. Ex- excuse if if your girlfriend goes on a date. She's not my girlfriend. Okay. Well. Okay. This isn't. It, you need to stop getting so defensive. I'm not saying you personally. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I'm talking about. You're getting very no, angry. No, the bull was not. No, I'm saying no. Girlfriend. I'm saying this girl's boyfriend. Which if you don't your know girl, exists. If your girlfriend went on a lunch date with another guy, I don't know that she that had she a girlfriend. Just met. No, you're you're. We're talking. I'm talking about a specific situation here, and you're making it a different scenario. <laughs> you're like, yeah, but it was raining out. Like, no! <laughs> Would you not be upset if your girlfriend went on a lunch date with a guy she just met who was a of power course, lifter? but that's not... We don't know that she had a boyfriend. Okay, you keep that's what making I'm saying. it about this other thing... That you're missing the no, point. No, I'm, I'm not missing the point. If if that was happened to me, yes, but we don't know if she had a boyfriend. I believe she did. We don't know that. Why would she lie? What would she have to gain? She just wanted a fucking. That's just what you said. Well, either way, she's trying to get a free meal. Whether she has a boyfriend or she doesn't. Listen, we're all just trying to get a free meal. <laughs> We're, all right, we let's let's take it back. Let's go ahead and we'll back. take a step back, reeling it back in. Okay, so 
he goes to a car de- a car place um oh excuse me after after he leaves this uh weightlifting competition he gets run off the road yes there's another incident with Mark David Chapman yep uh, we custom made yellow pickup truck with it looks big, like he just came back from hunting at Jurassic Park <laughs> <laughs> with a big like caution tape bumper on the front yep. and he's uh, got antennas out the wazoo big uh, those wazoo. Yellow, those yellow lights you see on a tow truck he's got a uh, a megaphone a big megaphone connected to a little uh handset walkie-talkie within his car uh-huh. which he's saying uh live like an animal die like an animal yeah. and he's yelling random shit at him Trying to like run him off the road, trying to get him to crash into oncoming traffic. Well, he doesn't try to run him off from the he road. Does no, he does. No, he doesn't. That's when he's trying to he's trying to get him to run yeah. into that truck that's coming towards him. When the bull has to take well, the, he's take the left and, and get into the ditch. So he's stroking his gun. Attempted murder. So he uh, attempted murder for sure. Yes. Did um, not go to the cops after this. But so here's my problem with that. If Mark David Chapman had it in his mind to kill Mad Bull. Finish the job there. Why are you driving away like, ha, 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 job well done. I'll get you next time. Yeah, as he's yelling into his <laughs> megaphone. I'm going to get you mad, boo. Um, and what then the fuck? 1970s uh, Cadillac immediately, can't, like, as soon as he's driving on grass, it's like, up oh, too much rain for me. Yeah. <laughs> and it breaks down in a, in a heap. Ugh. And, you know... Being stranded on the side of the road in the 70s, that's a death sentence right there. So I understand why he didn't want to get his hands dirty. He could have, that's, he might as well have killed them. Yeah. He ran them off the road. There's no cell phones. There's no way to contact people. Yep. It's true. He walks for, must have been hours from his broken down car immediately to his nephew's, or his son's rather, uh, baseball, baseball game. game. <laughs> wearing the same exact outfit. That it's a trend. This outfit. It's the only outfit he has this entire movie. I have a theory about that. Uh, he never changed on the day of a shit on the day of a shoot. So if they filmed the same, if they shoot, shot multiple scenes yep. throughout the movie that were not in linear, he had the same outfit. On. That absolutely is. I mean, the fact that we could eventually tell that all the wrestling scenes were filmed one day. Yeah. At the show, all the extras are the same in all their seats. Yep. That oh, yeah. one that fan, one that extra. one fan without a bra, va 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 jumping and jumping, and jumping. Good. Another right. contender for a best. Yeah. Yeah. Mother Love Award. Mother Love Award. <laughs> I mean, she didn't win, but it's named after her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the baseball scene again. So just a little bit earlier in the previous scene with his son, he's like, "Nah, wrestling is real." Right. It's in the privacy of their own home, their father's home. And now we're at the baseball game and all the kids are around and everybody's around and he's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, wrestling's, yeah, wrestling's fake. Wrestling's fake. Sorry. Why not just fucking tell him a day ago? You yeah. know, all, 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 the, all, the, all the guys are really, uh, really getting on me, Dad. Uh, they, they wanted me to wanted bet me to on bet. you. They wanted me to bet. Oh, gambling's for, what did he say? Like, gambling's... For fools or yeah. something like that, and uh, it's like, no, give your kid the inside fucking school. Yeah, tell him what's going fool. on. Yeah, Come fucking on. work you the shit wonder, out of that. Bull, you should know better. But he's too much of a good man. Mm. It's that goddamn white hat. He's a good guy, man. Um, after walking to the baseball game, he then walks to the car mechanic. 
uh, which I love the mechanic. It's this little Asian guy, and he's got every button on his button up unbuttoned right down except for the last one. Yeah. So he's just and and with the seventies, I think all of these actors have a scene at least with their chests like popping bones, out. Yes. yes, I love it. <laughs> it's great. That was like everyone had their shirts unbuttoned. From Mad Bull down to fucking Sweeper. Yep. Yes. Nobody had a, a button. There was a shortage of buttons because of the war. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just the 70s. Uh, Severe button shortage. <gasps> um, and all of a sudden, the phone rings, and the other mechanic is like, Mad Bull, it's for you! Like, how the fuck? And she's also calling from a payphone. Right, at the market. Two, two things about this. One... There's an Asian dealer who's got not even a hint of an accent, and it made me so happy. He's just like, hey, what's going on? Hey, here's your fucking car. It's all ready. And it made me so happy. Hey, where's my buttons? Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, that guy had a broad fucking chest. He looked like Ricardo Montalban in Star Wars. It's actually Star Trek. I don't fucking know. I've never (laughs) seen any of that shit. But don't make a comment about it. And two, this woman (laughs) calling him at... Peaches. Peaches calling him at the place has it kind of reinforces the theory that I had. Okay. Peaches was it's a bitch in a relationship with the fucking stalker. With the stalker, the man that was Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman. Peaches was that was the boyfriend she met. Mm. Huh. How else would she know exactly where he was unless this man who's been following him the entire time? The stalker never had any fucking attempts on her life. And this woman made no fucking attempt to see his last match. Anything like that. She waited in the car. So I think once credits roll, she fucking killed him. (laughs) Oh, wait. She finished the job. (laughs) No, no, I have an... Okay, I'm gonna build on your theory. I have an alternate theory oh to that. Oh my god. <laughs> we're we're breaking we're busting this whole load open as well. Um what if she used this as an opportunity to get rid of Mark David Chapman. Basically, he set up the gig at the supermarket and sent Mad Bull there to meet his girlfriend. His girlfriend was trying to play it coy and Whoa. trick him and lure Hold him. On. When fucking Mad Bull got there, he said, I'm looking for Mr. So-and-so. She goes, he's not here, but I work for him. Holy shit. Right. He there is, is Mark David Chapman. so-and-so. Yes. Yes. Mark David Chapman. Yes. And because the- we never saw him, uh, he's always off screen. When they went to San Bernardino. Yes. Was... Mark David Champion was not around. Holy shit. He was off camera that entire time. Holy shit. Now she was with the fucking holy shit. Now, just like every movie that we've seen, where these love interests they start to actually fall for Mad Bull, but she's in too deep. She's with Mark David Chapman, so she sets it up. She gets a taxi cab to the building where he's already at. He doesn't know that she's there. She makes no attempt to fucking go see him, to go see the match, because she doesn't want to be implicated at his death. And she's what better place to be than at the fucking hospital with your god with witnesses. the brother witnesses to say that you're there. Yes, and they sent her there specifically to be with him. Right, and I just think, well, I can't, I can't not go. They told me to go. I just mm-hmm. won't go in when the fucking taxi drops me off. Mm-hmm. Holy 
shit. And she watches him die because she's outside, so she sees when Mark David Chapman makes a run for it in Caveman. She's him, isn't she? She's looking. They never showed her on camera when we saw it, but he runs out of the building and Caveman chases him. No, I'm talking about when she... When he shoots the brother. Oh, it broke. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, let's go back. Looking directly at the fucking. Yes. Okay. Truck. Yeah. Definitely. He could either hit her or move right to the side and hit him. Holy shit! She calls out the brother's Alex. name, causing him to turn around. She didn't call out the brother's name. She called out Alex's name, Iago's name, Mad Bull's name. Why would she do that? Because she wanted him to get shot. So she goes, Iago. He turns around. Boom! boom. Shot in the chest. Right by her. Holy shit. This bitch. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm, I'm a, a lover. lover. I'm a child. Um, so, wow. For the last two episodes, <laughs> we've really become fan theory podcast. Yeah. Like, holy shit. It's so shit. strange. It's outside of our wheelhouse. It really is. I, I don't know. Like we're doing a really fucking good job. I feel like that. it's because we're sitting around a table right now looking at each other while JC wears a headset. It kind of <laughs> gives... And we're all smoking cigars. Yeah. yeah. It gives that impression of a conspiracy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. uh, oh hey. Uh, um, can we can we talk about the attempted murder? In, On the brother. In, of, of, well, it turned out to be the brother, but the okay. attempted murder in general. Right. This scene, or, or what's called a well, murder on the a lot of it's when he's and not, every synopsis yeah. I read calls Mark David Chapman a murderer in killing his brother. Let me read from the the uh, sub- subscription, the fucking <laughs> synopsis that's right in front of me. Go for a it. A burly professional wrestler falls in love with a caring woman who helps convince him to abandon his vengeful search for the one who murdered his. Brother. It's the same synopsis I read on the last episode. It didn't fucking did happen. His brother did not die. He did not die. He was shot. He was shot. It was attempted murder. He was shot in the shoulder and he suffered spinal injuries. We don't know like if he'll his, ever walk I again. I feel like his was shot more in the well, chest. That's what I did want to tell you. He got shot right in the fucking heart. Okay. And his spine got injured? Well, at the end of the day, I feel like if you get shot in the heart, you're not going to survive. I don't think it was direct shot directly. It, to heart. me, it looked like a direct shot to the heart. Well, yeah, it was. He was shot in the heart, and you're to blame. <laughs> well, we know that Peaches was really to blame. Man, she gives love a bad name. So, <laughs> leading up to this, oh, Raging right. Bull, Mad Raging, Bull. Raging, Fernandez <laughs> gives his hat. To his brother. His white hat that he used to wear when he was a good guy. That he, he always brings with him. When he was a... He just uh, leaves it on top of the lock. When locker. he was a sweetie. When he was and a sweetie. <laughs> right. And then once he became a douchebag, yeah, he never wore he the never hat. Wore the hat so he gives the hat. And, of course, Mark David Chapman, being a big wrestling fan... Knows. Knows the hat. And it also helps that Anthony decided to wear his carcass shirt. Yes. yes. Car- he's going to become a carcass uh-huh. once oh, it's done. No, no, he isn't. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> so, so the, the the Mark David Chapman thinks he's going to be actually be shooting. Uh, he's just sitting there the in his jeep yes. with his rifle that he was petting earlier. Yes, molesting it. And now he's uh, he's looking through the scope, aiming it right at his skinnier brother. 
Yes, definitely different height. Yeah. They're skinnier. Yeah. By the way, there are fans all over the place. Everywhere. Everywhere. And at first, I was really thrown off the fact that Peaches was right there. I'm like, he could hit Peaches. But now knowing what we know, knowing what we it adds a whole new a wrinkle to that. Rifle. There was zero. Yeah. Me. But I'm just saying she was so close by. Like, it was just very weird to have her in frame unless she was in on it. So she, she, she was. She got him to look. She got yeah. him to like. Iago, turn around! Oh my god! Boom! 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 Yep. And then he speeds away and gets away. So we, we there is no police presence. We in this jump movie. right to the uh, shooting, but the the, that was a security they were, guard. Okay. They were outside of a show, and during the show, his girlfriend hated wrestling. She didn't get it. it. Well, at first she's like, at the zoo, they're like, so why don't you tell me what you do? And he's like, I'm a professional wrestler. She's grilling him. She wants to know. And he's like, are you married? What do you do? And he's like... What did they talk about at lunch? (laughs) Like, they don't know anything about each other when they're at the zoo. Really? And so he's explaining what wrestling is. She's like, is it like boxing? I've been to a boxing match. (laughs) And we don't... we so she we get the get idea, it. but then he brings her to the show the right. night of the shooting, and she gets to look at it. And at first, she kind of digs it. She's like watching the battle royal. She's watching all the characters. Caveman's doing his Being thing. Being it all, letting it be goofy. But as soon as it's the guy she's with, well, she says something along the lines, "Oh, it, it's so it's kind of like a circus." And that pissed and him that off. Pisses the bull yes. off to no end. He, you know, doesn't even say anything. His to erection went right down. <laughs> and just like a woman, as soon as you're mad at her, she figures out something to be mad at you about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he storms off to get ready for his match. And they all walk away, and who comes into frame but um, Mark, Mark David, David Chapman. Chapman. <laughs> yeah. Um, always, they're always connected, man. They are. Holy so shit. they're at the hospital. The brother's been shot, and she's just waiting to argue with him. Because she's pissed off during the entire match. You yeah. can see how disgusted she is, angrily eating her popcorn. He's in a fucking chain match. It's still a pretty fairly dangerous match, even in a worked capacity. And, and you mentioned that well, we were watching, and she she's waiting there in the hospital, and you can see on her face that yeah. she just wants to... His fucking brother just got right. shot. Right. You want to talk about your fucking That's petty bullshit. That's all she wants to talk about. Any, it was eating uh, her inside. would have let that go, but she was just like, I just can't I can't go. believe you're a fucking phony. Well, in the, in the, and it's a perfect wrestling relationship, because... She, He's sitting there, and he goes, she's like, I don't want to come back again. He goes, why? Because Anthony got shot? She goes, well, yeah, that's sort of part of it. Yeah. Like, that's not the big part of it. Oh, what's the big part? What you do? Uh, You wrote down the quote, right? Oh, I sure did. I'd rather see you broken poor rather than a trick. Broken honest. Broke and honest, yes. And rather than uh, a trick baboon in in long underwear. And he, she said, "You uh, dress like a fool," and which he doesn't. He's in a singlet, but you know. Oh, can we briefly talk about that? I feel that uh, Rusev has modeled his entire character off of Mad Bull. Yeah, yeah, because they're like faux Russian, and I feel like the outfit even kind of looks like Rusev's. And, and another way that I feel like they were 
almost a setup plan to get them together was he said his really long Russian name and then she said an yes. equally long Russian name which yes. has to be a plant in my opinion he's like oh wow she also she's uh-huh. so similar yes. it's a fu- mm-hmm. it's all it's all a bruise. Oh my God. it is um, by the way, at the at the match where his brother got shot, welfare checks were accepted at the front office for people. <laughs> um, yes, the announcer who was also the foley artist. Yes, yes. the foley, foley artist slash commentator. Yes, who was up in his he was in his booth breaking celery. Yes, and cranking a crank. Uh huh. Crank it up. Yeah, because at one point I, we had to rewind earlier on in the movie that he was doing something weird and we didn't really understand it. He was he was cranking a big he was, crank. Yeah. Which uh, was known to happen. <laughs> uh oh. Get that sh- shit out of here. Where is it? Where is it all? Alright, I'm pausing this. Pause cast. Pause cast. <laughs> Alright, we're rolling. Oh yeah, so Woo! That was, commentator was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we're at the. I mean, we're at the point where we have the championship match coming up, but Mad Bull's entire like everything he's being pulled in all these different directions. You know, he wants to be more close with his son. He, uh, you know, he's dealing with the fallout. From his Peaches and his and his brother getting shot. Peaches yeah, now broke up with him right at the day of his brother getting shot because she needed to go to San Bernardino. Right, and then he goes to a bar, have a couple drinks, where he runs into the White Knight. Yes, yeah. and the White Knight, uh, <laughs> flanked by his ever-present midget, yes. his entire entourage. Dressed in all white, of course. Right, all the white, white knight. Yes. And Jake's favorite part of the movie, where he gets tapped on his he chin, underneath his, his chin, his double chin. <laughs> he says he's getting a little soft, and yeah. just taps, taps that area chin. underneath. Tap, and that's tap, all tap. it took for him to take a swing and deck him, just blasted him, and they started this whole bar fight. Yep. Where the white knight is beating up everyone at the same time. Yeah. But. He has ended up knocked out by a woman with an anonymous object. Smash cut it, to the that, jail. That was a slapjack. It's fruit booty. Fruit and, booty. Uh, like, he tossed the guy backwards over the bar. Broke like, the bartender that, yeah. tried to hit him. The bartender got thrown through the bar. Yeah. That was awesome. That was amazing. Great spot. And I then gotta, knocked out by the woman, I believe, without a bra that was jumping around. Correct. In the crowd. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I got to give it to this movie, um, for a TV movie especially, the choreography was great. Yes. Yeah. The wrestling was really high quality. Wrestling and the fight, that the bar fight scene is great. Yes. Um, um, well, I was going to say, so this brings him to prison, and the promoter, he bails him out. The promoter's not mad. No. No. Because he sold out the arena. Yeah. <laughs> the fight sold out the arena. Yeah, all the pre-sales went through the roof, and it's completely... They were... Turning people away. Yes, they, the ticket office was closing. And we saw that very faces. slowly close. Yep. They, they cranked it down. And then after the scalpers it up. like, here we go. Yeah, the scalpers just standing there. I got there. four tickets here. They looked very scrupulous, actually. Yeah, <laughs> they seemed on the up and... It was the 70s, man. Yes, everyone yeah. scalped. It was just the way to do things. But before we even get to the championship match, we see that heart-to-heart between Papa Carcass 
and in Mad Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Papa Carcass. Big Papa Carcass. And it leads to this amazing 70s montage. Yes, where he, he trains him because his yes. dad was a former Olympian, wanted his son to be an Olympic wrestler, wanted him to win an Olympic medal, and, you know, he became a pro wrestler. So his dad was like, you want to train like a real champion, I'll train you like a real champion. And he sure as hell did. So he tosses his old manager to the side. Yep. Gone. Yep. Not to be worried about ever again. As the dad is pushing him and pushing him. Ten more. Mandelbaum. 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 And then after uh, a certain amount of training, his dad said, you're done. And then Mad Bull goes, no. Ten more. And you saw how he, proud his yeah. dad was? Ugh. He's doing it. He's actually doing it. He's like, wow. Like a, such a moment. Um, oh, he was and, so proud of his son. Although there was no titular song technically, that theme that's playing during the montage is essentially the yeah, theme I, for... It's not. It was a little more 70s, a lot of more trumpets. A little I, more... I had a bull. I have I a bull. Stole that from, Joe, from Jake. I actually oh. have like a, bit, a kind of a titular song. <laughs> All right. Um... For he rode a blazing saddle, he wore a shining star. He conquered fear and he conquered hate and he turned dark night into day. For he rode a blazing saddle, a torch to light the way. That was uh, the theme from Blazing Saddles. Right, which he was in. Yeah, we learned he was about. Mongo. Here comes Mongo. Never mind that shit, here comes Mongo. <laughs> he punched out a horse. He punched out a horse. Of Let's... course, of course. Let's talk about the championship match. Yes. Um, one of the things we also always mention on these episodes is the reality of the wrestling promotion and what's being presented. We only ever see Mad Bull's match. Like we got the little brief clips in the Battle Royal, but like this show is a one-match show. Yes. It's an hour-long death match. I did like the Battle Royal, but that was way... That was a different show. Different show. But, I mean, they don't really... Like, we know there's Black Bart. We know there's Mandingo Tom. Mandingo fucking Tom. (laughs) We know that there's the Dolly Boys. The Dolly Boys, two guys with blonde hair constantly looking in the mirror. Uh, Caveman. The Caveman. Hayseed. Yeah, the Hayseed guy. The Caveman with a full-on club in the ring. That club was amazing. He ended up going over in the Battle Royal. Yep. Now this is now this is to me why this is seventy seven and Jack Witchies was still a big thing here in New England and Massachusetts. Um, this is the one match show because it's an hour long match and all the other wrestlers are sitting around ringside in their suits. Yes. Watching this as uh, if it's the biggest thing ever. Out right. of gimmick. Out uh, yeah. of uh, Ernie Hudson, aka Black Bart, he normally has an eye patch in character, and then when he's sitting at ringside, he's just stands eye patch. He, uh, he's completely bald, too, which was a weird It was a weird him. look, but he looked look. great. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Um, uh, the match itself. It's a cage match. It's a cage match. Never really explained. They ne- death match, I guess, for them meant cage match, but Although, I Although, uh, spoiler alert, the cage was hanging up above the ring during the The very match. first scene. Right. So, that was all filmed in the same day. Absolutely. Which we, again, saw when our extra was cheering on in the crowd again. They took roughly an hour of real time to set up that fucking cage, which is perfect. It was very realistic. The cage was... It was off, it was off of the apron, kind of. Like, it was too close. Mm-hmm. It was, like, right on the ropes. Which was actually part of the rules where you had to get down to the apron to the in apron, order to win the match. The very 70s. Yeah. Very 70s. And it ended up quickly turning into a shoot fight. Yes. 
And my he, and and he was warned not to because if you make him mad, he'll make you look like a pretzel without salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this match. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, wait. Um, we have wait. Well, the White Knight is backstage in his locker room doing squats with the midget <laughs> yes. sitting on his shoulders. Right, and in that same time period, the bull is Naked? stalling. He's stalling. Like, oh, let, you know what? Let let. Let the fucking let the champ good guy come out go first. out first. Yes. Let the baby come out Lounging first. Lounging in his pantaloons, his, <laughs> not his, dressed. His not dressed. It looks like he's naked. It looks at some like point. he's nude. Yeah, looks like. Hey, sweeper, they need you. Whoa, hey, bull, we'll get some clothes on, will ya? Hey, why aren't you out in the rings? And then uh, the bull finally, he's like, yeah, I just wanted to make him sweat, and he comes out first. Wearing his white Wearing the hat. white hat. Mm-hmm. Very macho man at WrestleMania. He's so muy macho. Oh, my brother. <laughs> um, um, macho Man-esque at WrestleMania. Was mm-hmm. it seven when he wrestled Macho Man? Or uh, Ultimate Warrior, rather? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he wore a white hat to signify he was going to be changing, as did the Mad Bull. Um, I also... I loved... I just I loved everything about this and the, the setup for it. Comes out on a on the white horse. horse. Oh, yes. Um, um, these entrances, like the, so good. I mean, his like Mad Bulls was very simple and that's perfect. And then the fucking White Knight on a horse, decked out all white with his feather in his hat. You know, guys, guy- I got a, a fun fact for you about this. Um, the, the Mad Bull after this match, there was a young rookie that was wrestling on these shows that saw it that night. His name was Joe DeCurso. <gasps> he decided oh. that he would create his own name, he the Mad be Dog. He the Mad Bull. He wanted to be the Mad Dog. Ooh. 1977. By 79, he was railing. Makes sense. It all so, adds up. It all adds Because up. he is the Mad Bull. He's a guy that fought back when you weren't even supposed to. He was yeah. like, man, I'm fighting for what I believe in. And I believe, uh, Jake, you also mentioned that Executioner kind of had a, a resemblance to Skull Crusher Johnson. He sure did. And you know, he survived a gunshot. The Executioner got his head taken off. So he survived getting shot. Holy shit. He survived being shot yes. in the chest and came back only to get decapitated a couple years later. Yes. Man, it's like man. Final Destination. Like, death came for him, skipped him, and had to come back. Yes. It all makes sense. Crazy. But I love this match. The match. So the match starts, and Mad Dog... uh, Mad Bull. Bull. (laughs) See, now you're going to do it. So Mad Bull, uh, it's like he's got his back to the opponent, you know, and the bell rings, and he turns around and runs right at him with a drop kick, and the fucking white heart, the white knight's like, oh, is that how you want to play, huh? That's how you want to do it? <laughs> and then, blood everywhere. They just it immediately turned into a... They, yeah. they, they, well, no. It throws was, him into the It was a cage. great technical match for a bit, where well, he was... They went an hour. This is <laughs> where the... Well, yeah. But this is where the announcer's kind of like, you know, he's... The, for the first time, I'm seeing it. It wasn't until salt was the pulled salt out. in the, the eyes. salt capsule. The salt capsule. Yes. Pulls it out of his tights. To which the caveman pointed out with popcorn in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fucking salt capsule. He rubs in the eyes. And the rough, in the ring announcer, so dejected, like, how can a champ fight dirty and the challenger fights clean? I've never seen right. anything like it. Like, so hard. Double turn. Very 70s. Perfect double turn. Um, and one of the things, it's a good thing this match was an hour because 
Anthony the Executioner sitting in his hospital bed with his wife, and Peaches is there. She's like, go to him. He wants he you needs to be you. there. Yeah. She's he like, needs nah, you to be there. I don't want to go. She's, She's like, no, no, I'll pay for your cab. She's like, oh, I'm really not feeling it. <laughs> like, no, why don't you, seriously, why don't you go? So the cab pulls up. But so it takes, I was like, there's no way she's going to make yeah, it in time. she's never going to make it. Luckily well, she had 45 minutes. Well, yeah, that 45 minutes was them sitting on top of the cage punching each other. <laughs> yeah. They just patted that out, just punch, 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 punch. And then the biggest bump of the night. Yes. Well, first of all, the cage match, it was to escape, but you had to pin your opponent first. First. Yes. So the Mad Bull got his pin. I can't remember what he used to pin. Um, I don't know if they actually showed the move. It just looked like he went for the pin. But the White Knight, he fucking did a double stomp off the fucking cage yeah, that was to get his pin. He was just getting more and more brutal. So these just guys, they started fucking going at it once they got to a race to the top. Mm-hmm. Just punching, punching, punching. The White Knight Jack Braden takes his fucking dramatic fall. Fucking... Great bump. The Mad Bull gets his fucking victory. He wins. Crowd goes crazy. They fucking love the Mad Bull now. He's back. He's he's a fucking... He beat this fucking asshole. Yep. Even though what we've seen from the promoter every other time is that he just goes in the ring and announces a different finish anyway... Like, we don't actually see. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever told what the finish was going to yeah. be. Well, the original finish was that he was jobbing. Right, that's right. When he got the deal. Deathmatch, go an hour, you putting him over. So he decided to go into business for himself, but the fans all love it, so the promoter's going to go with it. Yeah. He's going to make that kiss ass. I mean, I'd be pissed. As a promoter. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely be pissed. Yeah, definitely. My big baby face attraction just turned heel, and now I have an ugly fucking Alex Karras <laughs> face of my company. No thanks. Yeah, but Alex Karras is pretty awesome about it. He's like, look, I'm in a movie. Uh, <laughs> so, the crowd clears out. Yes. Can I just say, credits should have rolled. Oh, yes. No, because then you don't get no epic. You're like, yes, no, now yeah, you're like, yes. Rather, we didn't get... Listen, what... We got Let's confirmation of the Let's collusion. So, the caveman and Mad Bill hug in the middle of the empty uh-huh. arena yep. and start making their way up through the crowd for the the crowd and yep. and now they're leaving. And who appears? Mark David Chapman. Mark yes. David fucking Chapman. And all of a sudden, he doesn't have such very good aim anymore. He never shoots did. him in the freaking shoulder. He never did. <laughs> he was always bad. He had shooting. great aim. He shot somebody in the chest. Yes. Like, but then he shoots him in the arm and decides, "I'm not going to shoot again. I'm going to run away." Well, that's because there was all there, all of a sudden there was a little security fumbling, bumbling security yeah. guard right there with a gun of his own who couldn't pull it out fast enough. And who catches him on foot? But the caveman. Yes. The 400 pound caveman gunned it. So he tries to start the car and get away. The 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 truck. But he, the caveman, by himself, starts lifting up the back. Uh, the Alaskan Jay York runs out, lifts up. They lift yeah. the back up. So it's completely. got rear rear wheel drive. Let me try that again. Rear, rear wheel, wheel drive. drive. Rear Uma Oprah. Oprah Uma. So uh, it doesn't go anywhere. Then all the other wrestlers just come start out. pouring out. It's amazing. They start lifting it. They start shaking they it. They start back spinning and forth. it. They are going, oh, bring it around again. They tilt it up on the front on its end nose. and start spinning it and spinning yep. it. So and then they tip it over. 
and that's right over. it. We say he didn't have aim. He did shoot him in the arm, to which Mad Bull shook and was like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's nothing. Tis a blood flesh wound. And he was wearing a shirt, and he's just like, meh, with his bloody shirt. He's like, it's my arm. favorite shirt. Yeah. What he, did you get rid of it? So he walks to his car. Just, As he walks to his car, he sees the upside-down truck which he just gives it a shrug. Like, ah, I wonder what happened here. Yeah, that's weird. Which again brings me to the question: Was street justice served? Yeah, did the wrestlers? Did ca- okay. think the wrestlers killed him? Yes. He yes. wasn't like hauled off by the. Well, cops. there's no police scene. There's no carted off. It's like, an empty truck. No wrestlers. No nothing. All right. So they're they, all off so they murdering him. him. Yes. Yes. He just shot. Uh huh. And he shot the executioner too. And. <laughs> We know it's dangerous, or we know that it's illegal, because uh, Mad Bull can't go to the hospital. That's why he he can't be yeah. hey, why do you have a gunshot wound? Who shot you? I don't know what you're talking uh, about. What do you mean? Uh, I shot yeah. myself. So he goes to the car. He goes to the car. Inside the car is uh, Joan Severance. Fucking Peach. Oh. <laughs> Joan Severance. No, it was that guy's. It was actually Meryl Street. Oh, oh, wow. No, Peaches is in the car. How the fuck did she get in there? Mm-hmm. Broke in. She's what a criminal. What's wrong with her? She's a criminal. She's, a nut She's the worst. She's crazy. She's she is the sibling and the spouse of Mark David Chapman. Oh, they are related and they are married. So he gets in the car and she goes, "Are you hurt?" No. Was it? Did you win? Did you, did win? you win? Are you hurt? Like oh, Jesus! Wow. Because she and didn't then, know he got shot. She wasn't in the goddamn... Well, she was in the car. She watched the murder of her boyfriend, Mark David Chapman. Shit. He, dra- he got dragged out of that truck. She didn't stop him. How could Street she justice. Just... And then they... Dis- what the Whoa. fuck was that? I don't know. Street justice. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. It was a demon. I don't like that. That was, was... creepy. I think I, I lost my... My my voice. No, I hear you. No, no, no. From that, that's what you hear me from. What? Hello. What the fuck just happened? Talking to that. Hello. Ah, don't. No, that's too loud. <clears throat> so uh, we're at the end of this movie. Let's just go through without JC. Yeah, my mine... I don't know what the hell just happened. JC's microphone just exploded. Yeah. Didn't you just get that? Why am yes. I hearing an echo now? Because now, because this, we just had an explosion. An explosion. I heard that. That was so crazy. I hope they picked that up in the audio. So, Peaches <laughs> yeah. and the bull decide. Well, I'm hungry. Let's go get some Greek food. And they drive away. And that's the end of the fucking movie. Opa. Opa. So, that is Mad Bull. Mad Bull, man. Uh, you gotta see it. It has to be seen. It has to be. It's appreciated. It is so realistically made, minus like the shoot parts. Mm-hmm. It's. I totally agree with so much of this movie. It was fantastic, Mikey. Uh, I loved this movie. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I enjoyed it. Some things bothered me, but um, on a whole, for a TV mo- for a TV movie from the seventies. By the way, what like what a time capsule this movie is. The clothes. Whoa, Jesus, JC, are you okay? What do you think? Oh yeah, that's right. 
Whoops. Um, JC, what did you learn? Um, I learned that Jewish culture and Greek culture are pretty much the same thing on a surface mm. level. Opa. Yeah. Opa. Jake? I learned that, you know, if you really, really wanted to go into business for yourself, it's okay. <laughs> Who cares what the promoter wants? <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that in the 70s, nobody wears a bra. Nobody yes. wore a bra! Including wonderful, caveman. Including the caveman. People uh, that should have. Man. Where can you find us? You can find us on our all-encompassing website, threewaytheater.com. You can listen to us on the old iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. That helps others find us. And, of course, um, I'm Mike Pava. Wait, are we recording? Yes. What? What do you think? What do you what? mean? Why would I come up? Wait, what? Hold on, wait. What are we doing next? Oh, um, so I, I've... Um, basically... I know what I want to do, but I think just for for synergy, I think the next episode we should do is that we should do a kids film. Yes. So I think it's finally time to give Mike Pava his win. Yes. And do the Scooby Doo Ugh. WrestleMania. Isn't there a Jetsons one coming up? There is another one coming up. That's why we need to start doing the cartoons yes. because we have a lot to get. Through. I'm pretty pumped. So I think next one. <laughs> yeah. We did for episode three. We did Russell Madness. Okay. So now here, coming up, Russell, episode three of season two, we're gonna do Russell Mad. Ah, uh, well, Russell Madness two. Yeah, Russell Madness two, guys. We are the sequel. I thought All you right. were gonna go like, oh, we're gonna do Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah. No. Scooby Doo. Well, yeah, we are doing. We are doing Scooby. Where are you? Right. We got Scott some work yeah. to do now. Which one? There's a couple of them out there. Can, Come on, in sequential, sequential order. We're gonna do them because back some, to back. No, we're gonna do the first Scooby Doo one, and then we're gonna do the, Scooby, the second Scooby Doo one. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back. No, not back to back. We're gonna do the first one first, and then in the future we're gonna do the second one. Correct. Why are you, buddy? Back right. to back. Back, back to, to back. back. Let's end this. Wait, we, I guess we can just end this. I'm Lumberjake. Right. Oh. I'm JC. And I'm Mike Pava. And, and this has been Three Way Theater. Maybe I'll do that one, huh? When you read, you begin with ABC. When you sing, you begin with Do Re Me. Do Re Me. Do Re Me. The first three notes just happen to be. Ah, let's see if I can make it easier. One, two, three, four. No one is.